Today is the 17th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and it's great to be here with you today as we come around the global campfire again and bring another one of our weeks in for a landing. We have kind of transitioned this week. We're in the book of Leviticus in the Old Testament graduating out of Exodus, and we're in the Gospel of Mark, uh, graduating out of the Gospel of Matthew. And so we will continue that journey forward today, Leviticus chapters 4 and 5. The Lord told Moses to say to the community of Israel, Offer a sacrifice to ask forgiveness when you sin by accidentally doing something I have told you not to do. When the high priest sins, he makes everyone else guilty too, and so he must sacrifice a young bull that has nothing wrong with it. The priest will lead the bull to the entrance of the sacred tent, lay his hand on its head, and kill it there. He will take a bowl of the blood inside the tent dip a finger in the blood and sprinkle some of it seven times toward the sacred chest behind the curtain. Then, in my presence, he will smear some of the blood on each of the four corners of the incense altar, before pouring out the rest at the foot of the bronze altar, near the entrance to the tent. The priest will remove the fat from the bull, just as he does when he sacrifices a bull to ask my blessing. This includes the fat on the insides as well as the lower part of the liver and the two kidneys with their fat. He will then send it all up in smoke. The skin and the flesh of the bull together with its legs, insides, and the food still in its stomach are to be taken outside the camp and burned on a wood fire near the ash heap. When the nation of Israel disobeys me without meaning to, The whole nation is still guilty. Once you realize what has happened, you must sacrifice a young bull to ask my forgiveness. Lead the bull to the entrance of the sacred tent, where your tribal leaders will lay their hands on its head before having it killed in my presence. The priest will take a bowl of the animal's blood inside the sacred tent, dip a finger in the blood, and sprinkle some of it seven times toward the sacred chest behind the curtain. Then, in my presence, he must smear some of the blood on each of the four corners of the incense altar before pouring out the rest at the foot of the bronze altar near the entrance to the tent. After this, the priest will remove the fat from the bull and send it up in smoke on the altar. Finally, he will burn its remains outside the camp, just as he did with the other bull. By this sacrifice, the sin of the whole nation will be forgiven. Any tribal leader who disobeys me without knowing it is still guilty. As soon as the leader realizes what has happened, he must sacrifice a goat that has nothing wrong with it. This is a sacrifice for sin. So he will lay his hand on the animal's head before having it killed in my presence at the north side of the bronze altar. The priest will dip a finger in the blood, smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar, and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. Then he must send all of the fat up in smoke, just as he does when a sacrifice is offered to ask my blessing. By this sacrifice, the leader's sin will be forgiven. 
when any of you ordinary people disobey me without meaning to, you are still guilty. As soon as you realize what you have done, you must sacrifice a female goat that has nothing wrong with it. Lead the goat to the north side of the bronze altar and lay your hand on its head before having it killed. Then a priest will dip a finger in the blood. He will smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. After this, the priest will remove all of the fat, just as he does when an animal is sacrificed to ask my blessing. The priest will then send the fat up in smoke with a smell that pleases me. This animal is sacrificed so that I will forgive you ordinary people when you sin. If you offer a lamb instead of a goat as a sacrifice for sin, it must be a female that has nothing wrong with it. Lead the lamb to the altar and lay your hand on its head before having it killed. The priest will dip a finger in the blood, smear some of it on each of the four corners of the altar, and pour out the rest at the foot of the altar. After this, all of the fat must be removed, just as when an animal is sacrificed to ask my blessing. Then the priest will send it up in smoke to me, together with a food offering, and your sin will be forgiven. If you refuse to testify in court about something you saw or know has happened, you have sinned and can be punished. You are guilty and unfit to worship me. If you accidentally touch the dead body of any kind of unclean animal, you are guilty if you find out that you have accidentally touched anything unclean that comes from a human body. You are guilty the moment you realize that you have made a hasty promise to do something good or bad. As soon as you discover that you have committed any of these sins, you must confess what you have done. Then you must bring a female sheep or goat to me as the price for your sin. A priest will sacrifice the animal and you will be forgiven. If you are poor and cannot afford to bring an animal, you may bring two doves or two pigeons. One of these will be a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness and the other will be a sacrifice to please me. Give both birds to the priest who will offer one as a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness. He will wring its neck without tearing off its head, splatter some of its blood on one side of the bronze altar, and drain out the rest at the foot of the altar. Then he will follow the proper rules for offering the other bird as a sacrifice to please me. You will be forgiven when the priest offers these sacrifices as the price for your sin. If you are so poor that you cannot afford doves or pigeons, you may bring one kilogram of your finest flour. This is a sacrifice to ask my forgiveness, so don't sprinkle olive oil or sweet-smelling incense on it. Give the flour to a priest who will scoop up a handful and send it up in smoke together with the other offerings. This is a reminder that all of the flour belongs to me. By offering this sacrifice, the priest pays the price for any of these sins you may have committed. The priest gets to keep the rest of the flour, just as he does with grain sacrifices. The Lord told Moses what the people must do to make things right when they find out they have cheated the Lord without meaning to. If this happens, you must either sacrifice a ram that has nothing wrong with it, or else pay the price of a ram with the official money used by the priests. In addition, 
You must pay what you owe plus a fine of 20%. Then the priest will offer the ram as a sacrifice to make things right and you will be forgiven. If you break any of my commands without meaning to, you are still guilty and you can be punished. When you realize what you have done, you must either bring to the priest a ram that has nothing wrong with it or else pay him for one. The priest will then offer it as a sacrifice to make things right and you will be forgiven. Mark 2, 13 through 3, 6. Once again, Jesus went to the shore of Lake Galilee. A large crowd gathered around him and he taught them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus. Levi was sitting at the place for paying taxes and Jesus said to him, follow me. So he got up and went with Jesus. Later, Jesus and his disciples were having dinner at Levi's house. Many tax collectors and other sinners had become followers of Jesus, and they were also guests at the dinner. Some of the teachers of the law of Moses were Pharisees, and they saw Jesus eating with sinners and tax collectors. So they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus heard them and answered, Healthy people don't need a doctor. But sick people do. I didn't come to invite good people to be my followers. I came to invite sinners. The followers of John the Baptist and the Pharisees often went without eating. Some people came and asked Jesus, Why do the followers of John and those of the Pharisees often go without eating? Well, your disciples never do. Jesus answered, The friends of a bridegroom don't go without eating while he is still with them but the time will come when he will be taken from them. Then they will go without eating. No one patches old clothes by sewing on a piece of new cloth. The new piece would shrink and tear a bigger hole. No one pours new wine into old wineskins. The wine would swell and burst the old skins. And the wine would be lost and the skins would be ruined. New wine must be put into new wineskins. One Sabbath, Jesus and his disciples were walking through some wheat fields. His disciples were picking grains of wheat as they went along. Some Pharisees asked Jesus, Why are your disciples picking grain on the Sabbath? They are not supposed to do that. Jesus answered, Have you read what David did when he and his followers were hungry and in need? It was during the time of Abiathar, the high priest, David went into the house of God and ate the sacred loaves of bread that only priests are allowed to eat. He also gave some to his followers. Jesus finished by saying, People were not made for the good of the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for the good of people. So the Son of Man is Lord over the Sabbath. The next time Jesus went into the synagogue, a man with a paralyzed hand was there. The Pharisees wanted to accuse Jesus of doing something wrong, and they kept watching to see if Jesus would heal him on the Sabbath. Jesus told the man to stand up where everyone could see him. Then he asked, On the Sabbath, should we do good deeds or evil deeds? Should we save someone's life or destroy it? But no one said a word. 
Jesus was angry as he looked around at the people, yet he felt sorry for them because they were so stubborn. Then he told the man, Stretch out your hand. He did, and his bad hand was healed. The Pharisees left, and at once they started making plans with Herod's followers to kill Jesus. Psalm 36 For the music leader by David, the Lord's servant. Human sin and God's goodness. Sinners don't respect God. Sin is all they think about. They like themselves too much to hate their own sins or even see them. They tell deceitful lies and they don't have the sense to live right. Those people stay awake thinking up mischief and they follow the wrong road, refusing to turn from sin. Your love is faithful, Lord, and even the clouds in the sky can depend on you. Your decisions are always fair. They are firm like mountains, deep like the sea, and all people and animals are under your care. Your love is a treasure, and everyone finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You give your guests a feast in your house, and you serve a tasty drink that flows like a river. The life-giving fountain belongs to you, and your light gives light to each of us. Our Lord, keep showing love to everyone who knows you, and use your power to save all whose thoughts please you. Don't let those proud and merciless people kick me around or chase me away. Look at those wicked people. They are knocked down, never to get up again. Proverbs 10, 1 and 2 Here are some Proverbs of Solomon. Children with good sense make their parents happy, but foolish children make them sad. What you gain by doing evil won't help you at all. Obeying God is the only way to be saved from death. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for another week. We love you, Lord. Thank you for this new territory that we are in as we graduate into new books. And we invite your Holy Spirit to continue to lead and direct and guide us. Show us the narrow path that leads to life. Be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Lead us into all truth. All these things are promised in the scriptures. And so we open ourselves and humble ourselves and submit ourselves that you might lead us in the way that we should go. And pray this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is home base. That's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. So check it out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. Check out the community section. Get connected in any way that you can or that you want to. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that on the website. There's a link on the homepage. Or if you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Thank you deeply 
humbly, profoundly for your partnership. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hello, Dabbers. This is Kay from Ohio. I just wanted to give some encouragement for you all. There's been several people that have called and having, where they're waiting on a diagnosis from their doctors and they're just not sure what's going on. They just know they don't feel right. And they're doing tests and just trying to get an answer. And the answers are not coming quick enough. I just want to encourage you all. I thought about my own situation. God brought it back to my remembrance. Um, Didn't know what was going on. My body was just kind of shutting down and I just didn't feel good. And I felt good until I didn't. And when I didn't feel good, I had to go to the hospital, stayed overnight. A blood pressure was elevated. It was one of those, I was calm. I drove myself to the hospital and I looked up and then there's six doctors. So I could tell my blood pressure was through the roof, but I didn't feel sick like that. I just know I actually started having numbness down the side of my jaw and couldn't figure out what it was. But through the entire process, the peace that surpasses all understanding just overwhelmed me. My sister wanted to come up there. I'm like, nope, I'm fine. It's okay. I'll call you. And I was in a room with a mom that had, she was pregnant with twins or just had twins. She had kidney stones. She was in a lot of pain. So I was there for a reason to pray for other people and to help the nurse and calm down. Like, I don't need anything. I'm just waiting this out till God is ready. And then by the time I got home from that, within a week later, I started losing hearing in my right ear. It was just bam, bam, bam. But God gave me peace. So may you find peace in God and rest in him and say, God, whatever your will is, your will, your way, nothing more, nothing less. God bless you. Hello, Dappers. This is Kay from Ohio. Um, just wanted to pray for Darren. I had you written down as a prayer request for myself. And I just want to let you know that I am praying for you again, sir. And I keep that paper there. It's actually a bookmark right now so that I can keep praying for you. And God said today to call in to let you know that I'm thinking about you. God is thinking about you. And I'm standing on behalf of you and your family. As tragedy has struck your family, but God is still faithful. He is still kind. He is still merciful. And he still hears your prayers. He's catching every tear, every sigh, inaudible gasp, screams, whatever you are letting out. God hears you. He hears your wife or your the mother of the baby. He hears any other family member take it to God in prayer stand right there trust him honor him glorify him no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like keep trusting him God is faithful to perform he's right there I'm sorry this happens to you I'm sorry that this is so hard but I'm not sorry that you don't know where to go 
And in case you forgot, all roads go back to Jesus Christ, our Savior. He knows, he hears, and he sees. And he's going to take care of you and your family. God bless you. Good afternoon, Daily Audio Bible family. Just calling in a prayer request for the family I nanny for. I'm just praying for the marriage of the husband and wife, obviously. I'll just call them J and B. Um, if you would lift them up in prayer, God knows the details of everything. And I know he's placed me here for a reason, uh, just to give godly wisdom to the wife. Um, but just praying for this family. They have three wonderful little boys from nine to two. And um, I just want God to soften their hearts and to bring them each uh, to surrender and putting him first in their lives. Uh, just lifting up all the other dabbers that uh, need prayer for their family um, who are trying to reconcile or who are trying to um, just not lose um, what the, they have, the wonderful gift of marriage and their family. Uh, Father, I just pray that you would work in the hearts of each of them, that you would bring each of them let, closer together, Father, that they would not look inwardly, but they would look outwardly to be servants to each other, Father, and to love um, and to give forgiveness. Uh, God, I just pray that you will work in this family and each of them, Father, and you would help reconcile them, bring them closer together, Father, and ultimately bring their hearts to you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Hi, this is Tammy calling from the Central Coast of California. I was listening to the community prayer yesterday um, and timestamp 244. Esther from New Haven, New York, you called in a powerful prayer for Karen and um, over her son's addiction. And I just, sister, I just wanted to thank you so much. I have a friend whose son struggles with addiction and he was recently um, in the hospital because he was unable to um, breathe. And my husband and I um, prayed that prayer that you prayed over that son for my friend's son. And I wanted to thank you for standing in the gap for her and other people in the community. I love this family so much and I'm so grateful for you all. God bless you.